Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting over some bronchitis. But welcome to the uh, the Financial Coaches Podcast. Uh, my name is Cody Sizemore, and I am joined here by the lovely Maria Casillas. And uh, we are back again for another week of this lovely podcast that we enjoy doing so much. And this is a topic that I'm actually very passionate about because I'm really, really into it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's really, really important. And I don't think that enough people do it. Um, so we're going to get right into it, but before we do that, Maria, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm super curious as to what we're going to talk about though. I, I want to hear what it is that you're so passionate about. Yeah. Well, let me, let me open up this conversation with a question. Okay. How was your morning? Uh, this morning was pretty good. I, I slept in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, intentionally. And it it got started really well. I I did my routine. Okay. Okay. So that's actually crazy that you just said that because that's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Oh, okay. Is is the importance of having a morning routine, a morning ritual, whatever this might be. And Are you you going to ask me to disclose my routine on here? I I may. I may. (laughs) All right, Cody. (laughs) Yep. So, you know, <laughs> first thing I want to say is, um, you know, you're listening to this podcast and I'm sure that you're thinking like, this is supposed to be financial coaches podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about morning routines? Um, while this doesn't have to do exactly with like the, the niche of a financial coach, uh, it does, it does play a large role in how you show up for yourself in your coaching, uh, how you conduct your coaching in general, and even how you can help your clients with your coaching as well. Um, and right. I'm going to kind of dive into that uh, as we talk. But yeah, I mean, the topic that I would like to talk about today is is the importance of having a, a morning routine, a morning ritual, what that looks like, uh, why it's important, and how we can even get this to work with our clients as well to help them achieve their goals uh, as quickly and efficiently as possible. Mm-hmm. So is that cool with you? Sure. I'm just wondering how, how uh, personal you're going to get in the next few minutes. <laughs> sure. Sure. So, yes. so the reason I wanted to bring this up is because, you know, I, I have my own morning routine, um, but this, idea to talk about this on this show came up because I was working with a client recently and um, we were in a session and we basically reached a point in the session to where I was like, Hey, we have like, you know, 15, 20 minutes left. We've talked about the things that I wanted to talk about, but we still have some time left. Um, So what can I help you with? Like, is there anything in your life that you just feel is kind of uh, dragging or that you need some support with or whatever. And she was like, yeah, um, I'm actually kind of struggling with being motivated at work. 
And mm-hmm. because of that, like, I feel like I'm not making, I'm not showing up as best as I can. And that, you know, I'm, I'm potentially missing out on different opportunities for like raises or promotions or stuff like that, because I'm driven to, you know, move forward with my career, but I'm just not motivated on a daily basis while I'm at work. And I know that that's hindering me. And I said, okay, cool. So let's dive into it. So we kind of talked about like how she was feeling at work and what that looked like and all that kind of stuff. And for some reason, I don't know what it was, but for some reason I was, I was like, I just feel like what she's telling me is that she's just not showing up correctly. So I thought, okay, let's, let's start before she even starts work. And I asked her, I was like, can you, can you tell me what your morning looks like? And she works from home. Mm -hmm. So she said, yeah. Um, so I wake up, I start work at 8 a.m. And my alarm goes off at 7.48. And I get up. (laughs) I go to the bathroom. I feed the cats. And then I start working. And I'm like, okay, so so you're awake for 12 minutes before you actually start working. And she goes... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Most people set a snooze alarm longer than that. <laughs> right. Right. Well, wow. She, yeah, but she actually gets out of bed. Right. Right. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, but yeah, she gets it's out of crazy. bed 12 minutes before. And I'm wow. like, okay, I have a feeling that that's the issue because, you know, she's basically not setting herself up for success when she actually sits down at her computer and starts working because she's not primed. She's still tired. Mm-hmm. You know, she's still waking up. She's right. still trying to get her gears moving. Um, yeah. And, you know, that was me for a long time. When I was working my job, like, I would wake up, you know, I had like a 20-minute commute. And I would wake up maybe 30 minutes before I needed to leave the house. And that's enough time for me to just, you know, get dressed, brush my teeth, get a coffee, and walk out the door kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember that period of my life and, and it was not good uh, because I was also showing up to work, not motivated, not primed, not ready to go. And it affected not just my performance at work, but it affected my entire day. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just felt sluggish throughout yep. the entire day. And then like when I got off work, because I, because I entered work feeling sluggish, when I got off work, I never really got into a good flow. So then I was just like, dealing with a lot of tension at work um, internally, which then created a lot of exhaustion for me. So when I got off work, I was exhausted and I wanted to just go home and lay on the couch and watch the office and then repeat the whole cycle over and over and over again. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I told her, I'm like, I want you to get up an hour earlier. And she was like, Oh no. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, just, Trust me, <laughs> get up an hour earlier and do things in the morning that are actually going to bring you some sort of energy. And, I, you know, that's different for everybody. So I asked her, like, you know, what are some things that you feel might prime you for the day? And, and you know, we talked about that and then we set it into motion. And um, I checked in with her. This was two weeks ago. We had this conversation and I checked in with her today or no, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Okay. Or two and three yesterday. And I said, hey, how are things going? And she told me that she's been doing the things that we talked about and that she is feeling a lot more aligned and a lot oh. more motivated at work. 
Fantastic. Which is then making her feel even better at home with her husband when she gets off work. Like their evenings are more enjoyable. She feels like she has more energy, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's really important, not only for our clients, because, you know, obviously if she's feeling better overall and she's doing better at work, that means that she's going to be more focused on her finances because she's not going to be exhausted when she gets off work. Uh, she's going to have a better relationship with her husband and the communication is going to be better, which is going to affect her finances in a, in a really good way too. Um, all this kind of stuff, right? Yep. So it all ripples. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but it's important for us as coaches to also have our own morning routines because just like this, this, uh, this client of mine, if we're showing up and, you know, we basically wake up, grab a cup of coffee, go to the bathroom and then just start working or mm-hmm. start doing something, we're not going to be showing up for our clients in the best way. And we're not going to have that creativity through our marketing. Um, we're not going to feel that ambition to, you know, make that phone call on a lead or, you know, shoot that lead a, a direct message or anything like that. We're just going to feel in that, that lethargic kind of slug uh, state of being. And yeah. that's not going to drive our business forward. So that's the importance of having a morning routine. Um, and I'd be happy to kind of go into some ideas of what that could look like. But here's where I'm going to bring you in, Maria. Okay. Because you mentioned that you have a routine. Yes. I don't know how, you know, involved that routine is, but I am curious, like, what is your routine look like? I will be happy to share that. But first, so I don't forget, I've been hanging on to this little bit of reflection and feedback for like five minutes now, and I don't want to lose it. Sure. This is for all of coaches out there who are listening. Okay. We're talking about what you can do with your clients, but I just want to point out something, Cody. I don't even, I know you realize that you did it because you're a very intentional coach, but for those of you who didn't pick up on it today, when your client was talking to you about some of the issues that she was having, you mentioned that you had some insight, like, I think this is about X, Y, and Z. I don't remember exactly what how you worded it, but it was about like, you know, I think it had something to do with how she's showing up for herself in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So many coaches, novice and those who are a little bit more experienced, would be tempted to just tell her that. Mm -hmm. And what you did instead was find the question behind that statement. And you said, what does your morning routine look like? And I just wanted to pause and point that out because so many times we just want to throw in our insight and not actually have them discover that for themselves. And by taking that statement and turning it into a question for her, I think you actually helped her to be able to recognize that insight on her own. So just wanted Mm. to point that out. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point. Um, and that's kind of what coaching is about, right? Like it's absolutely like we shouldn't be telling people what to do all the time. There's certainly times and places for that, for sure. But I think the real magic of coaching comes into place with asking powerful questions. Absolutely. You know? Yep. Yep. So for those of you who are wondering, hey, I thought this was a financial coaches podcast. There you go. You got your tidbit for today. Okay. So um, <laughs> moving along to my routine, um, you know, I think the I'm not a very routined person naturally, so anything that I do that is a routine is 
practiced. <laughs> like it, it, it's, I've come so far from somewhere. Uh, and I can tell you that my, probably my most, um, routine part about my mornings right now is the fact that I'm intentional about it. So it's not always at the same time every day. You know, I mentioned at the beginning that I slept in a little bit today. That was on purpose. That just means I slept in until 645. It doesn't mean I got to sleep in until 10. Uh, but the last two days I got up at 445 so that I could go and do a 530 workout. So I intentionally didn't do that today. My workouts later on today. So I don't do the same thing every single day. And I think part of that, Cody, is because I'm not responsible just for my own life as the mother of four. I'm the responsible for other people's lives as well. So, mm-hmm. um, so there are other people's routines that I need to take into account. Uh, one of the things I have to do every day is either drive my children to school or <laughs> sometimes there's a carpool who does that and I have to pick them up. And so I, I don't do the same thing every day, but mm-hmm. I have gotten into the routine of certain things. For example, I make sure that I know what time I would need to go to sleep in order to try to get the eight hours of sleep that I really want. Um, So on the days that I get to sleep in, it's because I got to do something later the night before. You know where I'm going with that? Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's really important to me. Another thing that I've really gotten very, very good at is just turning my phone on to do not disturb. I don't want to hear I don't want to see, I don't want to be distracted by anything that is related to that stupid device. And so I just keep it either con- entirely off or on do not disturb so I can use the um, the alarm from it as well. Uh, in fact, I got a text from my dad early this morning and I thanked him for, the, he had looked up some information for me and I thanked him for doing that. And when he responded, he said, that's probably not as appreciated as, um, you know, getting this having to read this text first thing in the morning or whatever, me waking you up, I think is what he said at 7am. And I assured him that I do this routine. I I turn it off my phone. So he never has to worry about interrupting my sleep because that is a boundary that I have put into place for myself. He's like, Oh, good to know. Um, So I definitely do that as well. And then it, again, it just depends on what's going on. So do I work out first and then shower? If I'm not going to work out in the morning, do I shower first? Like, you know, do the bathroom, all the, you know, having to brush your teeth, all that stuff. I do what I need to for that to get myself ready before I even step out of the room. So that is important to me. Like I don't want to have to go back into my bedroom if I don't need to. So I Mm -hmm. do everything I need to. Then I walk out. I usually do grab either a cup of coffee or some sort of energy drink, depending on how I, uh, what I'm doing that day, like a pre-workout drink or something. Um, and then if I do the workout first, I do that. If not, I take my kids to school and then I come home and I have a schedule of making um, the homeschool stuff for my daughter, doing stuff like this with you and stuff with my personal business. And so it's planned out ahead of time. And that is as routine as I have gotten so far. So <laughs> there you go. That's me. Got it. What I like uh, about yours in particular is, I mean, you, you're you in a different situation than than some people because you have four kids, right? Yeah. Um, but what I do like about your situation is that you set boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it, that's really, really important. Uh, whether it be just something as simple as turning your phone on, do not disturb or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, that's really important. And I also like that you, um, get active in the morning too. 
before mm-hmm. you focus on like whatever did come through, uh, you know, your phone throughout the, re- throughout the course of the night, you know, right. uh, there's a lot of studies that show that one of the most unhealthy things for you to do is to wake up and grab your phone and look at it, yep. you know? Um, yeah. which sometimes I mess up with admittedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I do do that, I can definitely feel the difference for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's something that I'm working on getting better at as well. But- yeah. And, and I have seen many of those studies and agree. And, um, so sometimes like you, it, because I pick it up to turn it off, like to turn off the alarm or whatever, mm-hmm. that there is that habit. That's an unconscious behavior of like opening it up and then seeing that there's a notification. One thing I've gotten really good at is recognizing that and being like, you don't need to do this right now. And just yep. putting it away. Right. Yep. So even if that unconscious behavior happens, we can consciously change <laughs> <laughs> how we react to it and not stay in the scroll, if you will, and just like, nope, I don't even need to see this and put it down. And and it really does make a difference. You know, I, I like to uh, start the morning off with just, you know, a little prayer, nothing that's huge. I'll, I'll be mm-hmm. honest, I'm not sitting there, you know, going through scripture and all of that right in the morning. Uh, but just a recognition of, hey, I, I'm, I've made it another day. And I'm grateful for that. And how can I serve in today's, you know, routine and, and just all the things that I'm going to be doing. So I do like to start with that. Um, and then yeah, the rest of it just is like, okay, time to get up and make the day. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and share a little bit about my morning routine as well. Um, so I will also do my very, very best of not checking my phone. Um, the whole idea that you just said of like, even if you do see it, just making that decision of like, it can wait kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. That's something I've been getting really good at as well, which I'm proud of myself because I've come a long way. With yeah, I used to great. lay in bed on my phone for, you know, 30 minutes before oh, really? I even get out of bed kind mm-hmm. of thing. So that's huge. Um, Real quick, were you, I'm going to use air quotes here, were you productive during that 30 minutes? Like, were you answering emails and such? Or were you just kind of like mindlessly seeing what's going on in the world? I would say 80% mindless. Okay. All right. Yep. And justified it with a 20% productivity. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I almost justified it in the way of like, well, I'm just, I'm like relaxing first Mm -hmm. thing in the morning kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are you talking about? Yep. Yep. (laughs) You know? So yeah. Uh, But ever since I've gotten my morning routine dialed in, everything has been really, really awesome. Okay, uh, good. in, In all areas of my life. So um, you know, I'll get up and the very first thing that I'll do is I'll, you know, brush my teeth and then hit the gym right away. There's like mm-hmm. the first two things. Um, I'm out the door within maybe four minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll hit the gym and then I'll, um, while I'm at the gym, I listen to a podcast of my choosing something that is, uh, you know, either inspiring or something that's going to, uh, motivate me or something like that. Um, I just choose to listen to a podcast. So that could be this podcast, uh, for any of you listening, just so you know. (laughs) Um, but I'll listen to a podcast at the gym and then I'll come home and I'll get back from the gym. I'll make myself a cup of coffee and I'll sit down with, with a book, uh, that's self-development, self-developmental, uh, which, you know, 
being a part of this group, uh, this uh, book study that we're doing at New Money Habits Mm -hmm. is a really good way of doing that because you'll always have something to read Mm -hmm. uh, and it's self-developmental. So, you know, just reading, I I have a 10 page minimum. So I'll read at least 10 pages and I'll continue if I feel like I want to, but some days I'm just like, Hey, I hit hit my 10 pages. (laughs) I did. I checked that box. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then after that, I will uh, spend some time in prayer, just like you, you know, nothing too crazy, but something, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there I will do a, uh, a 10 minute visualization exercise. Um, so visualization is different from like meditation or affirmations. Like you could certainly do that too, but visualization for me is, is basically saying like, I have these things in my life that I want. So whether it be, um, you know, like a income level or a certain kind of house or an impact level or something for my family or whatever it might be. I just have certain things in my life that I want that I don't Mm -hmm. have yet, but I, I speak to myself out loud as if I currently have it already, you know? Um, so that's what I mean by visualization exercises. I like, I pick the things that I want and I speak to myself as if I already have it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I make it real, you know? And then from there, I will then start actually working um, and getting into that flow. But, you know, with everything that I did, like I got active. So my body is active. Uh, You know, I'm drinking water while I'm at the gym. You know, I'm getting rehydrated. Um, My mind is is active as well because I did exercise. I I came home. I spent time with God. I read some, uh, some good literature and then I spoke into my life, like what I actually want as if it's Mm -hmm. currently happening. And then I get into work and you can see like through all of that, like how much more focused, how much more smooth, how much more intentional that work is actually going to be as compared to if I were to just wake up, spend 30 minutes on my phone in bed Mm-hmm. roll out of bed, Relaxing. grab myself a coffee <laughs> and then yeah. open up my laptop. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, you just get way more primed for it. Yeah. And that's, you know, having a morning ritual, the most successful people in the world, they all have a morning ritual, all mm-hmm. of them. I guarantee it. And, um, I was speaking with the client yesterday and I said, you know, you need to stay consistent with what works and what you know works, even if it's annoying. So like waking up two hours before you start work or three hours before you start work to get all this stuff in, it's annoying. You don't feel like doing it every day, but that statement and that trait is exactly what separates successful people from people who struggle to succeed. Yeah. Um, is that they just show up every day they do it anyways, even if they don't feel like it and they keep going, you know? Mm -hmm. So two quick things. Uh, One, and you sort of alluded to it. How long does that usually take you in a day? Is it two hours? Is it three hours? I was curious before you mentioned that time frame. Yeah. For me, it's two hours because I spend about 45 minutes to an hour at the gym and then I'll come home, read my 10 pages, which usually takes like 15 to 20 minutes, spend some time in prayer, usually five minutes, and then um, 
my visualization as well, which is 10 minutes. So, you know, okay. it's, it's around two hours. Cool. Maybe a little okay. Bit so I, I wanted to ask that so people can kind of like, as they're preparing to integrate some of this, like how much time do I need to, you know, add into there? So I appreciate that. And then the second thing I just wanted to point out is I think it would be really cool. Excuse me. <coughs> if you are willing to do a visualization sometime on this particular podcast. Um, you don't have to go like do the actual thing, but actually walking people through the process of that, I think would be really neat because not only can they start using that for themselves, but they could actually impart that wisdom onto their clients as well. So what do you say, Cody, would you be willing to do that sometime? Sure. I'd be willing to do that. Okay. No uh, that, that, that would be cool. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll do that at another time, but I just, I think that would be a neat addition for people so they can, if they decide yeah. they want to do something like that. Yeah. And you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, maybe I should get some sort of routine in the morning going, but I don't really know what to do. I don't know what would be good for me. Mm -hmm. There's, there's so much that you can do mm -hmm. so much, Absolutely. you know, like Maria told you what she does. I told you what I do. If you want to cherry pick off that kind of stuff, by all means, go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's, there's stuff that we didn't even, uh, mention as right. well. Like I know a lot of people who do affirmations. I know a lot of people who do meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people who, who spend time in like a gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. Um, there's people who will like specifically like stand in front of the mirror and give themselves a high five in the mirror and just tell themselves like, how awesome they are. Uh, because I guess there's, there's been studies on that too, that like <laughs> the, the, the basketball teams in the NBA who won mm -hmm. the most championships were the ones that had the most high fives, mm. which is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I know people who give themselves high fives in the mirror every mm -hmm. morning and just say, Hey, like good game <laughs> kind just of thing. Just don't do it too strongly. You'll right. break the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Don't break the mirror. <laughs> But, um, there's a lot of different things you can do. Even if you're like, I don't know if I want to go to the gym, but I do like the idea of like getting active in some way, mm -hmm. maybe just go for a morning walk. doesn't have to be like a power walk or anything, just like a walk around the block, get some fresh air, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do. So I would say like pick, you know, two or three or more things that you feel called to. And stick with it for a week or two. And I think that if you were to just do that, you'll, you'll see the difference in how you show up and how, how you perform, um, with your clients and how you perform, uh, you know, even doing stuff like marketing or outreach or whatever it might be. And you'll want to continue. I guarantee it. Yeah. And I'm going to go soft on our audience and say, even if you just choose one thing right now, yeah, uh, even if you do one, even if you do one, uh, <laughs> do it well though. Yeah. And this is, this is not permission to not actually show up for yourself. It's the exact opposite. I want you to, if you take on too much and you, you let something go, you're going to feel like I just got to let it all go. And so choose that one thing that you can start with, do it consistently, do it well, and then add in number two, number three. And, and to Cody's point, I mean, before you choose that one thing, it is okay to write down three or four things that you'd like to ultimately make part of your routine. Um, I'll probably add in something that Cody mentioned today too, you know, but 
but I, I'm not going to add in five things to my routine because I want it to right. be something that I'm able to stick to. So uh, yep. just remember that. Yep. Yep. So all in all, guys, morning routine is extremely important, not only for you, but also if you have clients that you're working with that are feeling stuck in some way, mm -hmm. um, I, I want to invite you to ask them that question. What does your morning look like? Yeah, and great question. I would guarantee, uh, not, I'm not going to say I guarantee, but I would venture to say that most of those people who feel stuck or they feel, you know, in that kind of sluggish state that they don't have a morning routine. And if, if you were to suggest that and they put it into practice, I, I think that it'll really help them. So find the question behind the question. Behind the statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's. I mean, both of those are good pieces of advice, but the one that you're referencing is that you the had statement, a statement yep. and you found the question behind that. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. Great, great stuff, Cody. Thank you so much for bringing that to the table today. And, and uh, again, you know, we, we really encourage all of you, if you've got stuff that you want to talk about or you want us to discuss on the show, sometimes we get our stuff from you too. So remember that. Feel free to let us know what it is that you would like us to unpack or talk about here. And we would love to do that. You can do that simply by joining our Facebook group. New Money Habits Coaches, Financial Coaches Facebook group, uh, and put the question right there in the group. We'll be happy to address it on the show. Just say, hey, can you guys talk about this on the podcast? Um, let us know what you need, you guys. We are here to serve you. So thank mm -hmm. you so much, Cody, for today. It's been a fun conversation. I look forward to next week with you and the rest of you. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.